Yes. Wake up on Metro. Wake up on Metro FM. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Wake up on Metro FM. This is Nomfundo Moore with Soft Life. Knocking it out the park musically and academically. Mm-hmm. Hmm? That's how you attain the soft life. It is 8.40. Let's get into our fascinating conversation this morning. We're talking about bad omens and good omens and what that actually is. Goko Dineo Nklanzi joins us on the line now to help us navigate this conversation. Togoz or Goko? Togoz, how are you? I am very well, and you? Super, good to hear from you. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure to hear from you. And uh, I can just feel the energy already just uh, (laughs) piercing through my headphones right now. I can hear you smiling, which is a beautiful sight. (laughs) It means I'm a good omen. Well, not clearly. Clearly. I'm really to know that I'm a good omen. Oh, no, absolutely. Let's talk about that because early on we were asking people uh, what things have happened in their life recently that they think might be a sign of something, you know what I mean? And and we'll yeah. hear some of the comments coming in. But, I mean, how do we interpret omens from an African spirituality point of view? I mean, I think, you know, for us is that, you know, omens definitely are signs from the spirit world. So when we're embarking on journeys or when we're doing processes or rituals, we need a response to see what we've done has been received. And that's how we then interpret it. But we also need to understand that certain ways of interpretation come with distortions. So certain things are belief systems based on the programmings or understanding of other people. It might not necessarily be a bad omen, mm. but we might think it's, an, it's a bad omen. I'll give an example, like a fly, for example. So when people see flies, they always kind of give an end. You know, I get I get a lot of messages about, oh, Coco, there are flies or there are ends. But it mm. might also be dependent on the ends because you're living next to an area where there'll be lots of ants. It's not necessarily an omen, right? It could be that it's a fly because it's summer and we know that flies are there. So I I think people need to be also be discerning in terms of when they're looking for omens because otherwise people are going to be paranoid. They're going to think that everything that they're seeing around them is an omen, but you need to pay attention to the consistent messages or signs that you're getting when you're doing particular things in order for you to interpret them as good or bad omens. Are these things you can interpret yourself, uh, Goko, or do you need to consult a Goko Dinewan Zanzi or somebody who's spiritually gifted in a way to help you just figure out what's going on? No, not all the time. But, you know, consulting is, should be part of people's life because spiritual wellness is incremental the same way mental and and emotional and physical wellness is. So if you are seeing something and you realize that every time you see that something happens to you or a misfortune or a discourse occurs, then you do need to consult. And, you know, one way of really knowing is when you are seeing things that you know that you're not supposed to be interacting with and you're not supposed to see. Mm-hmm. So if you see red ends, for example, we're not supposed to see, uh, you know, red ends in domesticated areas because red ends normally you'll find them in grave sites or out in the forest. Hmm. then you know that's a call for consent, right? Mm-hmm. If you're seeing, uh, you know, worms in your bathroom, uh, you're not supposed to see worms in your bathroom, but if you see them in the rubbish bin, of course, that's where they belong. But if they start to enter spaces where they're not supposed to enter, then that's a sign for consent. Togozagoko, it's Lindy here. I want to know, do omens change from one culture to the next? So, for example, Mogimusutu, so he'll yeah. believe that seeing an owl in the yard is bad luck, whereas Nendemuvenda, and that's not necessarily bad luck in my culture. Yeah, context is everything. I mean, similarly to 
you know, when uh, there's a slaughtering that happens, when you slaughter a cow in horticulture culture and it doesn't make a sound, then it's a bad omen. It means that whatever that you're doing has not been received. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Zulu culture, it's not supposed to be because it needs to be quick and painless. You see, so it, that's, that, that, that's, that's quite correct. But let's talk about owls because owls are very common in African mm-hmm. spirituality, mm-hmm. right? Owls are birds of wisdom, right? They come and bring messages from the wise ones. And it depends when it comes and how it's been located. So if it's outside the yard, it's basically cautioning us of something that is going to unfold, mm. right? But if it's inside the yard, then, it, you know, it's announcing an ending of something. Because remember, um, at night, right, it's, a bit of, it's about a cycle. So it means that a owl coming into a yard is a sign of there's an ending of something in, mm. in, in that household either an ending of a life or an ending of a situation. So it's very important for people to really understand the context of the omens that they are getting. Mm. And it might not even be about the individuals in the home. It might be your connection to the people in the home. I want to ask, since we're talking about good and bad omens, there's a lot of people that also want to carry something maybe of strength or protection from these bad omens or maybe to bring in good omens. One of those things that you can advise for someone who is wondering, what do I carry with me? Mm. What do I pray? What do I uh, speak to my ancestors about for them to protect me, to have a positive omen around me? Mm-hmm. Kuto, you want to carry, that, yeah. Kuto wants to carry chemicals. It's uh, <laughs> 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 a valid question, though. It's a yeah. valid question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, mm. One thing that we have been falsely led to believe is that you know, powers exist outside of ourselves. Mm. So everything that you have to do is one that already evokes that which is in you because your power is to activate that which is within you. Mm. So people then would want powers and they start to manipulate nature because Mm. there are sacred laws that every spiritual healer abides by. There are sacred codes that we need to uphold. So I can't give you snakes to uphold power because a snake is not meant to be domesticated. Mm-hmm. It's a wild animal and it needs to be kept there. But I can use medicine that represents or that has a powerful, you know, omen to activate the power that is inside you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you are unable to activate powers because inside of us there's a lot that's going on. Mm-hmm. And that's why people need quick fixes because they're not willing to do the work inside of themselves to cleanse and purify whether that's your mental or emotional state. So you cannot really be manifesting anything if in your inner state you are not well within yourself. Sure. Hmm. Thank you, Gogo. Gogo, Dineo Nzanzi joins us as we wake up on Metro FM. We're talking about omens, signs that say to you something good or bad is about to happen. Mm. And what are your experiences, maybe things that have happened in your life recently or at whichever point that you think might be a sign of something? Let us know. You can send us your voice notes, 071-585-6157. Or maybe you just want to call us, 089-110-3377, and share your thoughts with us. All right, we're talking omens, these signs that give us a sense or allow us to sort of foretell whether something good or bad is about to happen and how they're interpreted, particularly from an African spirituality point of view. Gogo Dineo Ndlazi joins us on the line, and uh, she's helping us navigate this conversation. And so far, um, so good. Uh, Gogo, I've got a couple of voice notes here that I want to play. So let's listen in and hear what people have to say. 
This is a last bongilengoma. Can you please assist me to check on my aura? Because I'm having bad dreams and finances, I'm not coping at all. And the bad dreams are, I'm, I'm seeing people pointing me with a gun and a burning house. Mm. And I don't understand what is happening. And with the finances, I'm working. And at the end, there are no funds that I'm left with. So I need to get a clear picture as to what is going on around me. With the love life, it's so worse. I don't understand what is going on. Can you please pick up anything that you can on my aura, please? Coco, uh, yeah, that's a message coming through. Things are not going well. The signs for her are what she's mentioned. What do you say to her? Firstly, is when your life is up, falling apart, you've got to stand up and take action. So mm. just asking me to give you two minutes of my time and input on your life is problematic on its own. Mm. So clearly you are a person that is out there seeking others to do for you versus standing up and doing it for yourself. Mm. So let's interpret that dream. So another conversation we need to have is about dreams because mm. dreams are powerful omens. You know, there are messages from the spirit world. I always say that as human beings who are having a spiritual experience, we need to be paying attention to our dreams because mm. they help us with signs and symbols of how do we navigate the difficulties of life. A burning house is about an ending. So home is where we find refuge and solace. Mm. So if yours is burning, it means that you are not at peace within yourself. And that's what I said about her aura. Mm. Not being at peace at yourself. And it could deal with some of your childhood trauma, hence the gun being pointed at you. So ask yourself, where have you experienced violent acts, either as a victim of, or somebody who has observed or grew up in a violent home? So that is a problem. So you need to check you check in on that. Hmm. All right, let's listen to another one. Yo, guys, I don't know if I'm going to wrap this up in less than 30 seconds. By the way, good morning. This is DJ Lebza. You know, there's something that I've... It, this is definitely something that I've been wondering. Like, it's like I've got an, a, a magnet, a negative magnet. It Instead of attracting good things, it keeps on bringing negative things. It's like it's pushing good things away from me. I've never stayed at a job. Um, eventually, I realized that even job opportunities have gotten tired of coming in my way. I've been home for the longest time. Um, my peers, guys, you know, peers are getting married. Peers are getting permanent jobs, even the ones they don't qualify for. It's like I've got this bad energy that is chasing things away from me. My relationships don't last, and I essentially had to self-introspect, and I found that I, I, I'm actually the one who's wrong. I'm actually the one who's at fault. But what causes that? Even when I have money, like, it never stays. I mm. think I've got, like, you know, that bad energy that is chasing stuff away. I hope Gogo Dino and Lanza will be able to help me out because this is so frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, Coco, um, what do you say to that? They've pointed out their own signs. Obviously, he bleeds into other areas, but yeah. Yeah. So firstly, people need to also understand that the thoughts and the beliefs we have about, about ourselves are going to be our reality. Hmm. And it doesn't mean, because people always assume that life has to be easy. Adulting is not easy. Hmm. Because to grow up, you need to be able to experience challenges to show that you're moving from one point in life to another. But I can say definitely from what I'm picking up with, with him, there is something that is connected with, with his roots, his identity. I mean, a few weeks ago when I was supposed to come on, we were talking about Ancestors Day, you know, with mm. Kassel for the 8th of May. And that is really important because people want to want to thrive, but they don't understand that to thrive, you need to be connected to greatness. 
and being connected to greatness is understanding who came before you. Because understanding who came before you, then you'll understand what are the rituals or processes I need to do to be rooted. Like a tree that is deeply rooted will be able to bear fruit. So a lot of people are struggling because they have not done the right kinds of rituals. The minute you speak of ritual, people think of rituals, like, oh my God, now mm. I have a calling. Mm. We all are here because we are called. Mm. No, you've been on radio for, for, for many, many moons. Mm. Because that's your calling. Mm. And you know that there are things that you need to do to water that calling and to nourish it so that you can have the consistency and the progress that you are requiring as a broadcaster. So similar to all of us, when we are out of sync with our ancestors, we then would face the sufferings and the struggles. Because remember, ancestors are not here to dictate. They're not here to tell us what to do, Mm. but they are here to remind us of certain missions that we stand up for. They are here to guide us. Mm. They are here to lead us to directions that we suppose. Nobody's punishing you. Neither is God punishing you. You are receiving the suffering because you are out of tune. So you require to do things to get back into alignment so you could see progress. But with, the, with, with, the, with this voice note, I'm going to say to you, what is your relationship with your paternal side of the family? Because paternal, our paternal side of our, our mm. family is connected to our finances, is connected to our prosperity, because the divine masculine is a symbol of progress and a symbol of, of, of success. So if we've got problems with that side of the family, then it tempers with also our financial progression. Like he said, that he struggles to hold on mm. to jobs. You know, everybody else is progressing, but he's not. So what is the relationship with your paternal side of the family? Sure. So fascinating. As we talk about omens today, uh, Koko Dineo Nzanzi joins us on the line, a spiritual teacher, coach, and uh, of course, founder of the Nzanzi Institute of Spiritual Healing. Fascinating voice notes also coming in, as you've heard. Um, Koko, I want to talk about uh, what to do in order to address the issues, right? So as we sort of wrap this conversation, what is your recommendation for people who want to have more light than darkness or, you know, difficulty, as it were, in their life? I mean, I think before I even get to the conclusion, I think we need to also look at the national omens that we're receiving. Mm. We cannot be, you know, oblivious to... Right now, KZN is experiencing a second wave of flood. Mm. And rain, as Africans, of course, in general, is a good omen. But rain, in it, when it splashes over, it's a cry mm. of Mother Earth. Because mm. there is some level of national purification and cleansing that is required. That's why it will rain even out of season, because we're not supposed to be getting rain here. Mm. When we're doing Ancestors Day, there were sprinkles of rain. So that was enough. But if it rained aggressively, that is a cry. Because as much as we want to believe that certain things are just our own, but we are all interconnected. And we need to be able to understand as interconnected as we are as Africans, where have we lost ourselves? Where have we Mm. lost our identity? Where have we lost our understanding of our own origins that we are very happy, we're very much happy to take on what everybody else brings and tells us about ourselves, but we're not willing to really say, this is who I am, Kimusutu. So what does it mean being Musutu? What are the things that are required of me to do so that I can actually align as Musutu, hands up incarnated in a lineage of a suit? Because there are things and the rituals that one, rituals are food to the soul. Mm. And when the soul is deprived of its food, how is then the body allowed to thrive? The body is going to be to be affected, and that's why a lot of us are struggling. Goko, we say thank you so much for your time. And uh, I, I mean, I can just tell you the WhatsApps and the tweets we're getting is overwhelming. <laughs> so we appreciate your, your voice as always, and uh, we wish you a great week ahead. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
Goko Dinewanzanzi, spiritual healer, coach, and uh, teacher. And uh, I suppose a guide to many other people as well. All right, it's uh, 8.57. The bridge is coming up next. Yes. Yes. Wake, wake up on Metro. Wake up on Metro FM. Good morning.